Hi, you're listening to Politics Without Him on Moise Q 91.9 Smith College Radio. Thanks for tuning in. President Trump and Vice President Biden had dueling town halls. Last week, President Trump's was in Miami, Florida, hosted by Savannah Guthrie. Savannah Guthrie started out by asking if the doctors had him take a test the day of the debate, and President Trump said it's possible, but he isn't sure. He then says he saw a study where 85% of people that wear masks catch COVID, but Guthrie pushes back, saying she saw that study, and that's not what it said. President Trump said, quote, that's what I heard, that's what I saw, end quote. He again seemed to suggest the Gold Star families may have passed COVID to him and tries to say that our country is doing better on deaths per capita than others. Quote, it's rounding the corner, end quote. He questioned herd immunity and said that 10% of the country has had it. And he said, quote, the cure cannot be worse than the problem itself, end quote. And he again blamed China. He then brought up Michigan Governor Whitmer because federal government sued to end their lockdown and said that those lockdowns were done for political reasons. When mentioning the debate and not previously denouncing white supremacy, Trump told Savannah Guthrie, quote, you've done this to me. I've denounced white supremacy. I've denounced white supremacy for years, end quote. Then Savannah Guthrie brought up QAnon and explained to President Trump that it is a group of people that believe that Democrats are in a cabal that promotes pedophilia. President Trump said, quote, I know nothing about QAnon. And Guthrie said, quote, I just told you. Then President Trump replied, quote, you told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I know nothing about it. I know they're very much against pedophilia. They fight it very hard. I know nothing about it. I know about Antifa and the radical left. I know about how violent and vicious they are. And I know they're burning cities down run by Democrats, not Republicans, end quotes. He laughed at Savannah Guthrie's line of questioning and said, so cute. Earlier in the day, President Trump had tweeted, quote, I will be doing a major fake at NBC News Town Hall Forum live tonight from Miami at 8 p.m. I wonder if they'll treat me as well as Sleepy Joe. They should, end quote. So it was made very clear from the beginning how President Trump felt about the town hall that he was doing. Savannah Guthrie brought up the Trump retweet conspiracy theory that Biden had SEAL Team 6 killed to cover up a fake Bin Laden death. And President Trump said, quote, that was a retweet. I'll put it out there. People can decide for themselves. I don't take a position, end quote. And Savannah Guthrie was noticeably shaken and said, quote, you're not someone's crazy uncle who can just retweet whatever, end quote. President Trump did not like that and said, quote, because the media is so fake and corrupt If I didn't have social media, I wouldn't be able to get the word out. Do you know what the word is? The word is very simple. We're building our country stronger and better than it's ever been before. End quote. When Savannah Guthrie asked about a peaceful transition of power, President Trump talked to fraud and the allegation that Obama and Biden spied on his campaign. But he said, quote, the answer is yes, I will. But I want it to be an honest election and so does everybody else. End quote. President Trump again said he doesn't care if people wear a mask or not. Masks are good, but they also don't always help. 
He brought up Dr. Fauci previously saying that masks shouldn't be worn when there was a PPE shortage for healthcare workers and said that it's flip-flopped. He was then asked about the Affordable Care Act and mentioned that they got rid of the individual mandate. A voter Q&A asked, how would you be planning on replacing the Affordable Care Act? President Trump said it would be much cheaper, better, said that Obamacare is not great and that it would still cover pre-existing conditions. He said that the frontline health workers would continue to be protected and that his task force has done a good job and sent out and created lots of PPE for the frontline workers. Then he told Savannah Guthrie, quote, we should be on the same side, end quote, when she pointed out that he has not made a replacement plan for the Affordable Care Act. She posited, why not create a targeted stimulus bill to pass? And President Trump claimed that Pelosi is the problem. Savannah Guthrie said, quote, you're the big deal maker. How come you yourself have changed positions? End quote. He replied by saying, quote, I'm negotiating. I'm negotiating against Nancy Pelosi because she doesn't want to give the money. This was not our people's fault. This was China's fault. And she's penalizing our people. I'm ready to sign a big, beautiful stimulus. End quote. He praised the corporate tax rate and says that it brings in businesses and jobs. When President Trump was asked about his taxes, he said multiple times, I'm unlevered instead of, or un under levered instead of leveraged, and says the New York Times numbers were wrong, and that 400 million that he supposedly owes is, is nothing compared to the assets he holds. Quote, it is a tiny percentage of my net worth. I will let you know who I owe, whatever small amount of money. Number one, it's a very small amount of money. Number two, it's very straight. It's a tiny percentage of the worth, end quote. He then said, quote, you accuse me of not being under audit previously and so did other people. I am under audit. I'm treated very badly by the IRS, end quote. He said that the $750 that people are saying that he paid was a filing fee and he does not know how much he paid. And then he said, quote, if they, the New York Times, have my tax returns, as you know, they have to go to jail. It's illegal. The numbers were wrong, end quote. When it came time to talk about the nomination process of Amy Coney Barrett, President Trump said, quote, when I saw the way they treated Justice Kavanaugh, I've never seen any human being, and I'm not just talking about Supreme Court, I've never seen a human being treated so badly with false accusations and everything else. I've never seen anything like it, end quote. Though to me, I thought of the Central Park Five ads he took out in the New York Times, but he's never seen anything like it. And when talking about uh, Supreme Court justices, he says, quote, I've done the right thing from a moral standpoint, end quote, and says maybe instead of a federal law, sending, it would be good to send Roe v. Wade down to the states. It was less chaotic than the debate, but there were still not many questions answered. And we're still waiting to see if the next scheduled debate will still happen. Then Vice President Biden did his own town hall at the Constitutional Center in Philadelphia, hosted by George Stephanopoulos, 
It began with Vice President Biden reminding that the pandemic response team was taken apart under President Trump's leadership and that those workers were never replaced. He says that the president missed enormous red flags and didn't have a detailed plan. He said the president was worried about the stock market rather than the people. And the bill, the stimulus bill was set up to help businesses, but most money went to big businesses instead of the small mom and pop shops. He said we could contain the pandemic and open different places if safety guidelines were followed testing and tracing happened and schools were equipped for such a system. Also, he said that ventilation systems in schools could be changed and more teachers need to be hired for smaller classrooms. Pres Vice President Biden said he would take a vaccine, but he would need to know that the doctors had okayed it and there would need to be a plan to distribute it along with tests when it became available. It's estimated that if everyone wore masks between now and the end of the year, up to 100,000 lives could be saved and lockdowns could be avoided, President, Vice President Biden said. He then clarified he will repeal the Trump tax cuts for the wealthy, not for the middle class, because he had previously said that one of his first moves once he was elected would be to completely repeal the Trump tax cuts. He said that the corporate tax rate has been reduced to 21% and that it would be brought up to 28%. He said also that 18.6 million new and good paying jobs are estimated by Wall Street to be created under Vice President Biden's tax plan and the GDP would grow by a million. Quote, the reason why I'm so optimistic about economic recovery more than I've ever been is we have these four crises happening all at once and one helps the other. End quote. He wants to increase money given out for Title I schools to put more money into early childhood education, put more social workers slash child psychologists in schools, give first-time homebuyers a $15,000 down payment, he wants to support entrepreneurs in redlining and help African-Americans start to accumulate wealth. He also went and answered some questions and criticisms about his 1994 crime bill that has been criticized over the years. He said that rehab versus going to jail for drug use is what needs to happen, that we need to be building rehab centers, decriminalizing weed, and to expunge records for marijuana. And it needs to be turned from punishment to rehabilitation. He says it was a mistake to support the crime bill. He says that the bill was supposed to support community policing, but money was taken away from that purpose. He also wants to set up a commission to make plans on changes to policing communities. He says that there has to be police transparency and a check for systemic problems. He wants people to be taught how to de-escalate, to provide psychologists and social workers in police departments to help the mentally ill. When it came time to talk about the Supreme Court, he said he worried about an erosion of rights, but barely answered questions, or, but Amy Coney Barrett barely answered questions and says she hasn't laid out much of a judicial philosophy. He said there's great reason to be concerned for the LGBTQIA community and said, quote, healthcare is over all very much 
healthcare is overall very much in jeopardy, end quote. He says, if he answers the court packing question, all the focus will be on what he is going to do then versus what is going on now. And he doesn't want his answer to be the headline. He wants Amy Coney Barrett's nomination and her opinions to be the headline. He said it's a bit crazy that they don't have time for a stimulus bill, but they have time to rush this nomination through. When asked about partisanship, Biden said, quote, we've got to change the way we deal with one another, end quote. And he says he believes we can work across the aisle again the way we used to. Quote, you don't question another man or woman's motive, question their judgment, not their motive, end quote. He said when President Trump is removed, the Republicans getting called out vindictively for not doing what President Trump says will stop and partisanship will no longer hold the power it currently does. He said that bipartisan consensus will reemerge. When he was asked about the Mueller report and the Biden Department of Justice holding Trump accountable if he was elected, Vice President Biden said he will let the Department of Justice be the Department of Justice and let them make their own judgments. Quote, they're not my lawyers. They're not my personal lawyers. End quote. He said he wants to hire for straight prosecutors who understand the law, both Democratic and Republican. He said he does not plan to ban fracking, but says that fracking needs to be done right. He said we need to look at renewable energy, that it's cheaper and will create many jobs. He said moving towards finding new tech to capture carbon and to end uh, net zero emissions by 2035 of carbon and create new energy is where we need to be focusing. He wants to spend $600 billion towards clean infrastructure typically spent on government contracts. And he said we need to focus on solar and wind energy. By retrofitting homes and businesses, billions of jobs would be created as well as move the U.S. towards renewable energy and away from fossil fuels. He would stop giving tax breaks and subsidizing oil, and it would save billions of dollars to stop subsidizing oil, he said. Changing to electric cars would save money, and Americans could make money off of the changes made. Then there was a question asked by a member of the audience who said that peace is breaking out, troops are coming home, Kosovo and Serbia are talking peace, and Arabs and Israelis are talking peace, claiming it's a modern miracle, and asking if President Trump's foreign policy deserves some credit. Vice President Biden said, quote, a little, but not a lot, end quote. He said that America first has made America alone, and that our isolationism is hurting us, and as well as we're not very trusted around the world. He plans to overturn Vice President Biden plans to overturn executive orders that President Trump has made that disenfranchise the LGBTQ plus community, and if he loses, that he hopes to go back to being a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Vice President Biden says a belief that he got from his father is that everyone is entitled to be treated with dignity, and he wants to make that opinion much more countrywide than it has been. Quote, unless we are able to treat everyone equally, we are never going to meet our potential, end quote. He said that President Trump seems to do better if he splits us along racial, ethnic, religious lines, and he hopes that we're not as divided as we seem. He said that people need hope and that we need to heal this nation. 
He says it's just a decency to take a test and confirm you won't get others sick. And he says he will abide by the commission's rules no matter what they are. So it looks like Vice President Biden is ready for his next scheduled debate with President Trump. We'll just have to wait and see how that turns out and if both parties show up. The Amy Coney Barrett nomination hearings were long-winded and many, many hours, but contained some very important insights into what kind of Supreme Court justice she intends to be if confirmed. Some quick highlights were, she could not name all five rights guaranteed by the First Amendment, freedom of speech, the press, religion, the right to assemble, and the right to protest. When Senator Coons asked Barrett's opinion on Griswold v. Connecticut, the right of married people to use contraceptives, the nominee said it is extremely unlikely the case would be brought to the Supreme Court but still would give no opinion. She said the court cannot control the president if he doesn't follow the law. She wouldn't rule, say how she would rule um, extensions to the election. She danced around questions on marriage equality, abortion, and health care. Barrett said she wasn't sure if voter intimidation is illegal. It is. And since her nomination, more info on Barrett continues to come out. Amy Coney Barrett reversed a ruling in favor of a 19-year-old pregnant woman who had been sexually assaulted by a prison guard, saying the assault didn't fall under the guard's duties. Barrett ruled that the use of the N-word in an employment place doesn't make a workplace hostile. And also, in a turn of events, the plaintiff and the defendant both in via Burgethel v. Hodge's case, have now teamed up to oppose Barrett's nomination. It's just a matter of time to see what will become of this, because the vote is coming up on October 22nd to nominate her to the Supreme Court 